0: Welcome, everyone, to the Comfortable Being Uncomfortable podcast, where we discuss topics that will push the limits in order to have an honest and transparent conversation. Please join us after the following messages from our sponsors.
1: Hi, yo, what's up? It's Doc Ronnie Mack. Hey, when you catch me on the street, I'm always rocking my above average clothing. So check them out online, www. AboveAverage.online, average dot online or check them out on IG the underscore above underscore average the newest hip hop urban clothing out there man Doc Ronnie Mac and Trimpy they're some good guys man this show is great but I sure am hungry what should I eat halal king man they have the greatest authentic halal food in the dmv area look them up on ig at the halal kings and place your order today i know i am
2: quarantine got you
1: missing out on your hookah lounge meetups well look no further than district hookah for your in-home hookah needs hookah packages flavors and more and special in-home delivery and setup Visit at district underscore hookah now and order yours today. What up, 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 is up. Yet up, on this on on comfortable being uncomfortable. Once again, I'm here with my boy, Trent B. What's up, Trent? Hey, what's going on? Yeah, and I got my man, uh, Trump, I mean, uh, (laughs) Rob, in the building. What's up, Rob?
2: What's going on, y'all? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening?
1: Man, so, hey, very special uh, edition for this Memorial Day weekend. Uh, What what y'all doing this weekend, man? What y'all got planned? What y'all got going on? Nothing. I'm talking to y'all mugs. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting there looking like a mama in love. Uh, yeah. I ain't doing nothing.
0: absolutely uh, absolutely nothing. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang out, kinda enjoy some of the weather, not do too much.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds mm-hmm. all fine and dandy. I'm gonna fire up the boat, take the boat out tomorrow. Boat a around. boat. Oh Whoa. hey, hey Trent, hey Trent, man. Oh. This is the first time he, he mentioned anything about a boat. So uh no, how can we get no you know invite? See,
0: I'm trying to say.
2: I'm just I'll a, you know, I'm just trying to keep it low key. I'm trying to keep it low key. That's all. That's oh. Probably because I mean, you Air Force, you know how to swim, so I'm you know. <laughs> I want to make I want to make sure. <laughs> I want to make sure that the people that get in my boat know how to swim. That also goes to the Democrats too. A lot of y'all, y'all can't swim. So I got hey, hey, it's it's now cool, you know. but
0: I got I got <laughs> life vests. I'm good. I got life vests. I'm straight. That's all I need.
1: <laughs> mm. Hey, big special shout out to our new sponsor. Uh, Shades of Faces, um, big big shout out to uh, Shades of Faces for uh, joining us with their clothing line. Uh, we already have uh, above average. Was it another Urban uh, clothing line? But also want to give a big shout out to Shades of Faces. If you haven't checked them out, check them out. Shades of Faces on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, so, gentlemen, um, typical weekly conversation we start off with is what is in the cup?
0: <laughs> what you got in the cup. Yeah, wow, what you got? Fine, Ooh, oh, Mate? what I got?
2: <laughs> it's all
0: you. I, you know, I'm, I switched it up today. I got a little, little red wine. You know, red wine, red wine. Little Malbec. You know, oh, is, yeah, it, is, it, actually, is it Malbec? Is it Malbec or is it Malbec? I always
2: thought it was Malbec. That's my favorite it could,
0: wine. It, it can be either one. I don't care. I'm drinking it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. What, what, what time is it? What time is it?
0: Oh,
1: oh it says, says the says the drunkie that was drunk, and up, drunk last weekend. drunk yeah, what yeah. you got? I was
0: hammered last got weekend. Coke. He had rum and coke like he was at the bar. That's what he Yo, had last time. I was hammered last
2: weekend. No, I've got uh, just regular old coffee with some cream and extra sugar. That's what cream? I like all right. Cream, extra sugar, in the coffee? Okay. Is it Dunkin' Donuts
1: coffee? What kind of coffee is that?
2: Gabalia. When they start when they start paying us to promote them, uh, then I'll divulge the company. But oh, man, there you go. There you go. Thank man. you. Thank you. Hey, look, I got bamboo Caribbean rum. <laughs> Caribbean hey, rum. Yeah, Caribbean rum.
1: I'm drinking that right now.
2: Right? I know one thing, if the if the if the if the rum tastes anything, how the bottle looks, it looks like it's delicious. Oh man, it's yeah. great. It's smooth. It's smooth, okay, man.
1: Very smooth. It's just like
0: he it looks like he's gonna be hit halfway through this. Yep, <laughs> uh, like, like slouched over, like got, yeah. got the X's all the time. All right,
1: gentlemen. So, hey, as we start off every episode during this pandemic, we have to talk about something COVID-related. So, Bill Mara, um, on his because he's he doing his HBO special, he's doing it from home now. Um, he came out and addressed uh, the COVID pandemic, but he had some very interesting things to say. Uh, Trent, the way he rolled it.
2: I worry that the past two months of quarantine have given people the idea that the way for humans to win our million-year war
0: with microbes is to avoid them completely. And I'm here to tell you, you can't. The key to beating COVID isn't
2: dining through glass or never going to a concert or a ball game again,
0: it's your immune system.
1: So, so by that, but from that argument that Bill Martin said, he said a lot of things that a lot of people <laughs> have argued for reopening the, uh, the, the, the country are arguing mm-hmm. saying, Hey, look, the only way you're going to beat COVID because there's no vaccine, there's no cure for anything is you have to build up your immune system. That's the elderberry that we talk a lot about. People talk a lot about vitamin C, uh, other things like that. So, uh, w- w- let's say you guys, w- do you agree with that, 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 that logic?
2: I do. I think that, uh, you know, as although I'm not a very big Bill Maher fan, I think that there's a lot of sense to a lot of the things that he says. Um, he's very, he, to me, he seems like he's very down to earth and, and and has a lot of common sense. And so, believe it or not, when Bill Maher opens his mouth, I actually listen to him. I mean, he he, he sounds like he makes a lot of sense when he speaks. And Um, in this video, like, you know, he just goes into detail and he's just laying it all out there. He's like, listen, we've been at war with microbes for millions of years or, or whatever. And this is, this is no different. And so, you know, the echinacea and stuff like that and building up your immune system and, you know, going out and playing in the dirt when we were kids, you know, Mm -hmm. catching tadpoles and frogs and stuff like that, falling down, getting bit by dragonflies and stuff. You'd be surprised. Dragonflies don't bite, man. Well, whatever they do, they fly. Whatever. They fly. Dragonfly fly by you or something, you automatically get an immune system boost. You know what I (laughs) mean? So, uh, so when when you do those types of things, man, that type of stuff helps you out in the long run. You know, you scrape your knee, you're building up antibodies and whatnot. So, I mean, this is just something I think that a lot of people needed to hear. And and Mm
0: -hmm.
2: I like it. So, what's, so what are you doing to build up your immune system? I know for me, I'm taking elderberry, uh,
1: black seed oil, uh, vitamin C boost, um, and drinking- fish oil, ton, fish oil. Fish oil, yeah, and drinking tons tons of water, you know, even while we're mm-hmm. talking about what what's in the cup. I mean, generally speaking, I'm drinking water throughout the day. So uh, what yeah.
0: kind of things are you taking, uh, precautions are you taking to kind of build your immune system? I mean, I'm taking- same thing like you were saying, uh, but including like the fish oil and stuff. Um, also take like a multivitamin that has everything from you know vitamin vitamin C, vitamin D, B twelve, um, all that stuff. Things that have like good antioxidants as well. Uh, mm-hmm. so taking a lot of that and drinking a lot of water as well uh, throughout the day
1: because
0: mm-hmm. uh, water, will, you know. Now you live can, in DC, cl- cl- Trent. So you don't
1: you, you live in DC? So don't drink the DC water now.
0: <laughs> no, sir. I got, I got that. I got that, Britta.
1: No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no shade on DC's public uh, water system. No,
0: there is shade on DC's public water. Look, wow. <laughs> No, but wow. yeah, so, you know, taking all that stuff, but it's, I mean, I'm I'm also um, doing more, you know, trying to eat, you know, fruit and stuff like that. Uh, oh yeah,
1: healthy, yeah, healthy. Yeah,
0: not the over, not the, pro, you know, processed stuff with all, you know, like I'm trying to do more organic and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, th- things like that. What about you,
2: Rob? Me, I, I'm going to let y'all know right now, I'm going to be 100 with, with, with everybody out there watching this and listening to this. I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> I'm drinking my Coca-Cola. I'm smoking my cigars. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm eating my Oreos. I got enough crap floating around inside my bloodstream from Afghanistan and Iraq that I'm telling you right now, I should live forever.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, Coke. Hey, isn't Coke like the cure-all? Heck, I mean, like dead battery,
1: acid, or battery, or stuff like that. cure toilet, right? toilet cleans your
2: toilet. Hey,
1: your know, <laughs> yeah. sink. You know. I mean, the hey, about of, it, I mean, thinking about it, you know, why isn't Trump touting Coke? I mean, he drinks a lot of it. Apparently, hey, he said bleach. <laughs>
0: Well, he, said, he, said, he said. He said. He
2: said. Disinfectants. You know. That's like oh yeah, everything. yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, everything, I, am going to tell you right now. Donald Trump did not say he, that he wanted his constituents to inject themselves <laughs> with fish tanks in cleaner.
0: I that's a, that's a, that's a, that's
2: a, he didn't say, say anything like that. Like, don't go out here and try to be a guppy. You know what I mean? Drink some <laughs> ammonia. Yeah, I mean, that's another subject, another, that, yeah, another subject for another day. We want to stay away
1: from that. You know, another subject for another day. All right. So, all right. Look. So, the the boardwalks are opening in Ocean City. I saw a video this morning where boardwalks are packed. Um, mm-hmm. Myrtle Beach is packed. Uh, Daytona Beach is packed. All these beaches are being packed right now. So. Rules have gone out the window, according to some uh, officials. So, with Bill Maher's advice, is that good stuff? Is is that saying, hey, you know, you build up your immune system, you can do all that kind of stuff? I mean, do, y- do y'all agree with that? Uh, I mean,
0: I I still I still think you should you should uh, do a, you know social distance at least you know ad- adhere to certain rules, right? You can go out have a good time, but I still think you should still do the social distancing, right? Um, I mean, you, you, I'm not saying you have to be at the beach wearing a mask, but um, at, at least be, you know, a I mean, good distance, far far away or whatever, you know, but I mean, How I you don't gonna swim with a mask on. That's what I said. Like, you <laughs> don't have to, you know, you don't have to do that. <laughs> um, I'm and, just saying, I mean. Hey, hey there's, there's like a million things in the ocean that'll kill you anyway. So, I mean, the mask ain't gonna help. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I, I, I stepped saying, on like, a
2: sea urchin, so it was <laughs> Oh, man, I did that in Jamaica, let me tell you. <laughs> that's, what, it's, that's where I did it at. Man. That's exactly <laughs> where I did it at you, baby. Oh, man, I'm, I'm <laughs> crazy. I,
1: I'm going to tell you like right now, that, that thing hurts. All right, so oh. <laughs> speaking of, uh, you know, out-the-way comments, um, I like to call him crazy, Joe. like to call him Batman. Um, <laughs> Joe Biden um, did an interview with Breakfast Club, Charlemagne the God, and he um, said some – a lot of people have – mixed feelings about what Joe Biden said, but if you actually listen to the entire interview, Joe Biden and Charlemagne the guy had some very good conversation, discussion and debates. Charlemagne the guy took Joe Biden to task and said, Hey, I want to know what you're for this. Now, Joe Biden, being the true political uh, uh, figure that he is, um, he 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 was skirting around the answers uh, throughout the interview and everything as such. And it made, it made some Arguments for you know how he planned to get blacks more involved in the political uh, arena and how to get uh, blacks more involved with uh, other aspects of politics, but I think a lot of people missed that, and I think um, they're only paying attention to what Joe said at the end. Throw that.
0: Come to New York, B. P. Biden. I it's a long way until November. We got more questions. You got more questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump and you ain't black, it don't have nothing to do with Trump. It has to do with the fact I want something for my community. I would love to see take you. Take a look at my record, man. I... <laughs> take a look at my record, man. All right.
1: All right. Look, so I'm going to open the floor and I'm going to give it to my man, Trump. I mean, Rob. Rob, I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, I want to know, what's your take on this? Being a Trump supporter. Diehard Trump supporter. You tell me exactly how you took that.
2: This is, this is exactly. This is the, the exact. It's, it's the culmination. It's the perfect storm. This is exactly what I've been talking about for years. If you were black and you were Democrat, you were wrong. These Democrats don't care nothing about you. And that right there, with Joe, what Joe Biden just did, proves it. That's all you are is nothing but a vote to these people. Every four years, every six years that the mm-hmm. elections come around, they come knocking on your door, they promise you everything under the sun. And then as soon as you vote for them, they fade off in obscurity. And you get nothing, you get nothing in return. So let me tell you. You got Joe Biden here pulling, <laughs> you got Joe Biden here pulling my race card. You got Joe Biden pulling my race card telling me I ain't black. He, said you, you ain't black he said you ain't Bob. black specifically. said you ain't black. Because you ain't vote for him. Now let
1: me challenge that. Let me challenge that. All right. Let me challenge that. So you made an argument just now that said Biden just because he said that, he's you know he's not really for the black voters,
2: right? That's what you're saying, pretty much. Is that what you're saying? I'm thinking that that was a Freudian slip. I think that was. I, I think that's not just how Joe Biden feels about black people. I think that's how the party that he represents feels about black people too.
0: Yeah, because the other Freudian party don't, don't care.
2: Well, the Republican Party is the one that freed us. <laughs> okay, so we're, we're going back to, to can, 200 we, years ago? Really? We can
0: get deep in that. Really?
2: Okay, we go so we're going go to go back to – Technically, that's, that's, those in, parties
0: flipped, but we can talk about, yeah. that. Can talk I mean, oh, oh, about that. Oh,
2: oh please, oh, please bring that up. I have an answer for that, too. Yeah, we'll bring that up another show. What I
1: want to say right show. now is you said that he – was not for blacks by saying that statement or the party's not for blacks by saying that statement. But you represent or you support a president who has said some outlandish derogatory things about women in America or throughout, this whole, or throughout the whole world. And you, you, do you mean to tell me that he supports women by his comments? I'm not a woman. Okay, exactly. So like I said, do you you have women in your life? Do you think he represents those women by his statements that he has said in the past?
2: I mean, the way I look at it is like this, yeah, Donald Trump has said some really deplorable st- has has really uttered some really deplorable statements when it comes to women. I, I will not I will not sugarcoat that. I will not try to hide that not at all. At the same time though, you can look at Donald Trump and say the three years prior to this pandemic, while Donald Trump was in office, everybody was eating. Everybody, the stock market was never higher. Homeless, for a 1K. homeless numbers have went up. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Homeless numbers have gone up throughout the country. But the but
1: black unemployment so was almost
2: non-existent.
1: Black, you know? so so we're talking so we're talking about economic uh, gains over the last three years. You do realize ec- economics take longer than three years to to reflect policies in the past. You cannot, well, you, cannot attribute, you cannot attribute economic gains in the last three years just because somebody stepped into the office for those three years and cha- all of a sudden changed everything. It doesn't work like that. The economy does not shift overnight. It takes a long time for the economy to shift. And, if there's, there's, and I guarantee you, if Joe Biden wins this election and the economy goes to shit, guess what? Everybody's going to blame Joe. I'm not going to blame Joe. I'm going to blame Donald Trump's economic st- uh, uh, policies. Because those policies are, will, will have transcended and took place in those, those during the time that Joe Biden's in office. Just like Donald Trump. All these things, that everything that's taking place right now, all this econ- economic growth and, and the stimulus and all this stuff, everybody's talking about, these are Obama's policies. Yeah, he, I was just about he, to ask you that yeah, question. He said is, is, is terrible. But he kept a lot of those policies in place when it came to the, to
0: the economy, and all of a sudden, it's taken off. So, 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 so let me... Go ahead. Trent. So, 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 so Ryan, this, this is back to you. So are you saying, cause you're talking, are you saying that because, you know, and we know that the economy takes, takes longer than, than the whole three years, whatever to, to make shift, whatever. So you're saying that black unemployment is um, at its lowest or during that was, was at its black uh, lowest during this, the time three years because of the previous few years of Obama's administration yes, and the you, e- economic impact. Is, is yes, that what you're saying? If you
1: look at, if you look at the economic economic, Economic strategic plan from the Obama uh, administration. It had numbers and and had figures that dr- that went out five to ten years, showing black uh, uh, unemployment numbers dropping significantly. Okay, so now so, when you look, so at, what, we're, 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 at,
2: what were what were? Give me an example. Uh, I, I,
1: I, I can't tell you off the top of my head, but because I, I could give
2: look. you, I could quote off the top of my head at least five different regulations that Donald Trump put in place that it, it had immediate impacts in the economic. Uh, both long-term and short-term gains. I mean, dereg- me. deregulation, uh, almost the evaporation of the Environmental Protection Agency, letting agencies get back to work, giving incentives to foreign companies, American companies that had factories and foreign companies, and talking them into building manufacturing plants back in the United States. I mean, all the way up to winning two major uh, tar- uh, uh, tariff wars, and uh, you know, both with China and the EU, and he won them both at the same time when everyone said he couldn't. I mean, black unemployment has never been lower, and these are just the three years, and these are just things that Donald Trump did, not okay. things that. Okay, all right. That so, Trump, so you're saying, so, 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 so you're saying, I, so I remember the question hand. being we're about are Joe you, Biden. I,
0: I, I, so are you so, saying those? I know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 <laughs> the no. The question no, was you know, supposed no, to be no, about the, Joe well, Biden. It is about serious, Joe Biden because I'm trying to say, okay, you just named those, you know, five five policies. Are are you saying that because of those five policies, black unemployment is at its lowest, or or can you at least say that combination of administration? Yeah, combination of both previous administration because the economy was in an upward tra- uh, trajectory w- w- when Obama uh, left office. And you can't uh, say that, so, so I mean, you can say that he's done regulation, which is what every other president does, deregulation, all that stuff, but can you at least admit that, you know, policy that the previous administration did also helped those numbers as well?
2: Well, I mean, I would, I would love to give Obama credit for economic policies that he put in place while he was in office, if I could find some. <laughs> Well, okay. If, I, if, I mean, no I'm wait. just, I'm just, right, right, I'm, I'm know just what? saying. You know what? All right. If, if you, can, if you we'll can quote to me some things, some some long term economic impacts that the Obama administration had projected out down the road, uh, if you have. Some way that you could tell me what it is the Obama administration did for eight years that made things spur up for Donald Trump the way that things have, then I would be I would love to give President All Obama right. presence. So how about this? Is, wait, wait, how wait. about a,
1: this is what we just how, did? Go ahead, Ron. This is what we just did. We just deviated from the topic. And this is what many people in America do. They we did, completely they did it. We did. Yeah, we did. We did. So the timing, the, was, the timing was, the timing was Joe Biden's statement about if you, ain't, if you don't vote for me, then you ain't black. Mm. I'm going to say this because we, this segment is carried on a little bit too long. I'm going to say this and then y'all can chime in and then we got to move on. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden has said what many of black people have said to Trump, black Trump supporters throughout the last three years. If you voted for Trump, then you ain't black. All right. So tell me, why is it such a difference just because a white man said it? And you, you put your head down, Rob, but I'm just saying, what's the difference? Just because Joe Biden said it all of a sudden, and he said it in a jokingly matter, came out and, and apologized, said that was a, it was a, a wild I, move I, and everything that like that. No jo- that wasn't no joking, man. That wasn't no
0: joking, man. You take that's it how exactly you want to take he, it. That, take exactly it how exactly you want to take fell. it. I, I, I agree. My with man. You. My take man. it how, how man. you want to take it, but let me fell. finish this point. Let me finish this point. Because like
1: I said, I have been a a member or um, not a member, but I have been a person who has been called Uncle Tom because of some of my moderate views. Mm -hmm. I have been called not black because of my some of my moderate views. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure, Rob, in the last three years that you have voted, have you have proudly gone out here on social media and touted your Trump stickers and hats and shirts? You have been called Uncle Tom and and countless times and, 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 and not black. So just because Joe Biden said it, all of a sudden everybody's up in an uproar. Well,
0: yes, like, because he's yeah. a, he's a Democratic nominee, and, and and see, so like, all right, we gave the same same hell to uh, to Donald Trump for saying stupid stupid stuff, right? We get the same hell to Hillary Clinton when she made the deplorable comment, right? Everybody, if if you're gonna put yourself out there and make these type of comments, it should be. And an uproar. Now, I don't think any black person should be calling any other black person Uncle Tom for any reason. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. But I'm telling you right now, it should happen. You know. But here's the thing: this this problem this has been a long-standing problem in the Democratic Party is that every four years they come out, they want to pander, and then they actually don't really do anything for us. And so, and and here, here's my frustration. My frustration is mainly with older black people. Uh, on the Democratic side, right? It's because they are so comfortable with the status quo that they'll be fine voting for somebody like Joe Biden, who has not, who hasn't provided any type of when he was in the Senate. He didn't, he did help uh, legislation t- to help Black people. He might say he I stand the Voting Rights Act, blah blah blah. Okay, we, we can also talk about that because you know there's there's some issues uh, regarding that. But my thing is, over Black people are so, you know, scared to change the status quo, that they will vote for somebody like a Joe Biden, when you also, you probably have other candidates out there that actually will be better uh, ex- helping um, economic issues for black, for black people. That's my, that's my biggest issue right now. And so they'll get upset and be like, oh, he was just joking, blah, blah, blah. He made multiple lies during that interview. He, taught, he said during that, in that same sentence, that the NAACP has endorsed him. The NAACP came out and said, we have never endorsed Joe Biden. I mean do he has he has a problem with with lying that you know say he's lying
1: i We talk about he got a problem with lying
0: we know Trump, Trump got issues with lying. lying we know Rob, Trump would you agree with that lying.
2: yeah absolutely. Hey, hey, I I I'm the am the number one advocate for holding the president's feet to the fire
0: we know he got issues lying Trump got issues lying too
2: all right yep. so <laughs> you know the funny thing is that we
1: talk about this right and, and we're talking about how you know as a black community we tend to tend to have uproars about certain things, right? Mm -hmm, All right, so mm -hmm. my brother, uh, he sent me a video earlier this week, um, and and it's titled False Black Power, uh, or Blacks in Power Don't Empower Blacks. That's what it's titled. Mm -hmm. But it's based off of uh, uh, Jason Riley's book, uh, False Black Power. And I I bring that into light now, because how often do we hear that uh, black politicians... Uh, don't look out for the black community. You know, I, I, mean, I was it's funny because I was in a a a, 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 a Zoom meeting with uh, a happy hour with a, a lot of my uh, frat brothers the other day. And it came about that, you know, President Obama hasn't done or didn't do anything for the black community. And I, I challenged that. I challenged that narrative because I said, what can a president do that will have an impact on one specific community? When, when he has the House and the Senate that has to pass the laws, right? It's not too much he can do, right? And, and a lot of people fail to realize that the president doesn't have as much power as, as we may think. So I, lean, I, I took the task and I said, hey, what we, need, we need to ask the question, what do our local politicians do, right? What do our county and our state uh, politicians do, right? And the whole point of this video talks about how we have elected black leaders, for instance, Prince George's County elects all these black leaders, but the black community still struggles, high taxes, uh, unemployment rate still a little bit high, all these other things. So is there a sense of false black power when we look at black politicians and, and black politicians and their impact on the black community? I'll, I'll leave that uh, open to you all to go ahead and discuss. Robert? That's Gail oh, King says Robert. No, 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 no. You said Robert, so I want you to answer that, Trent B. You don't <laughs> try to put it on him. I want you to answer that. Because you sitting up here always throwing off throwing it off to everybody. I want
0: you to answer that specifically. First of all, you being
1: be- you being in DC, a lot of mm-hmm. black politicians in DC. What's the name? Yes. Mayor Bowser. Uh, yes. I'm pretty sure your ward, your uh your ward representative is is black. So tell me why is it that in DC, out of all places, Unemployment is, is high, homeless is high. Uh, uh, uh. What, what, what else you got? We got uh high gas prices. Got all these things. That a lot of people like attribute to the crime rate. Oh yeah, T- there you go. Thank rate. you, Rob. Mm-hmm. So I mean, tell me, Trent B. Yeah,
0: I mean no, I look so uh, along with you know Mayor Bowser and uh, Adrian and Fenty uh, played a role in this. They were actually uh, instrumental in helping to uh, increase gentrification in D.C., right? So they actually did the opposite for uh, Black people. They didn't uh, help to expand Black businesses in, in the city. Um, I mean, you, you probably see a few Black businesses that have done that. I've I've always said that, you know, politicians, as Black people, we have to come to uh, a point where we are supporting each other. And when I say that, uh, if you look at Dr. Claude Anderson, he talks about this in his book, Pyronomics, and he talks about we have to build... Uh, black communities, not black neighborhoods, black communities, meaning economic power needs to start with the people, meaning we have to, you know, buy our own businesses. We have to, you know, bank black um, because, if you know, you have to get to a certain level where you have economic power, where then you can force the politicians to actually, you know, work on your behalf. And the problem is we don't have in these neighborhoods where they're, you know, where you have, black politicians, we don't have enough power, enough voice to say, hey, like, you aren't doing any, you know, you're not making any changes for us. But you have these, you know, um, you have white women who have a lot of power in places like Chicago, D.C., that have the economic power behind them that could be like, you know, get into their ear and be like, nah, you know, you should do this. Let's, let's change this. So my problem is always, you know, black politicians don't do anything um, on the local level. Now, you might have some, you know, city councils here and there, but if you look at places like Atlanta, like Baltimore, where it's majority black, I mean, it's mainly white—you know—white people that are actually in their ear because they have the economic power right now. Black people don't have the economic power, you know. That's to, a very good to point fit, to, to force them to do it.
1: That's a very good point, and I and I, and I agree with that because when um, you look at um, places like Baltimore, uh, mm-hmm. Baltimore City, more uh, specifically, um, we talk about education system, and everybody asks the question, "Why is it that Baltimore City schools struggle the way they do?" Mm -hmm. and i remember i remember running for office and and trent you you can attest to this because you were my campaign manager at the time but we had looked at how uh the casino bill that passed in maryland was supposedly um to give a lot of that funding to um you know inner city schools that struggle right like baltimore city well come to find out that you know there was some loopholes in that bill and then you know, even at the state, even when the state uh, gave uh, Baltimore City the, the funds to uh, help out a lot of those schools, a lot of those funds went missing. Yeah. Right. So when we talk about I remember that, yeah. So when we talk about false black power, this is what we're talking about. You have black politicians who get in the office and then all of a sudden things happen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Th- things happen where uh, there's misuse of funds, uh, some kind of scandal. And next thing you know, it, it, it deteriorates the black community because now you have black voters in that community who say, you know what, I have no motivation to go out and vote anymore. And then f- a few years later, we sit back and we say, hey, what has this black politician, or what do the black politicians do for the community? Well, they, they tear up the community in a sense because nine times out of ten, they don't do anything for us.
0: Yeah, and, and if you look at, like, in, the same, in that same video, he talked about during uh, – in the height of of jim Crow era uh you know black employment had was skyrocketed right and it 's because they um, you know at, at this point integration hadn't had you know was starting to catch catch a little steam or whatever, but these neighborhoods had had their own right uh they were doctors they were lawyers, but they were also you know they, they ran their own buses uh bus systems and stuff like that right so they had all this power but then all of a sudden civil rights act happened you start having you know some of these, you know you know black leaders whatever who start you know having being able to win local office and state office came in didn't do didn't do anything at that point point. and then next thing you know after 1970 black unemployment just goes all the way up right mm. yeah Rob what do you think Robert, I'm uh, quiet on
1: this. What, what you got? What, what's brewing in the mind of Rob? I know. Like, I see Steve him thinking.
2: Know. You know
1: what I'm saying? <laughs> no, as long as, as, long as you don't have a senior moment, I'm good. Oh, yeah, oh
2: man. <laughs> and the hits just keep them on coming.
1: <laughs> no, you have yeah, one. No, look. So let me, let But sidetrack. You know. So we do a, We do. We do a drive run. <laughs> we do a drive run before every show. I talk about this every week because it's important to note that you know we try to come on here. Hitting each segment on spot on and have our our topics ready to go. So <laughs> earlier today we, we were like, hey, we got to set up certain certain things. And Rob he comes in the group text and says, how do I set up Zoom for my Facebook? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> dude, all you, <laughs> do, like all you gotta do is just just dial in and and you know we're set up. And you know through the through the uh, through the show's page. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot that. <laughs> Okay.
2: <laughs> I was, I was going, I was going through something. When, you know. <laughs> no, but uh, to your, <laughs> <Go> ahead, <Ronald. laughs> to your question with this, I think that, um, there's a certain point in time in, uh, in the black community where we, uh, we kind of strayed off the path and, and we strayed off of the path. And what we did was we started looking at the black politician as, uh, being, you know, and government in general is sort of like being our saviors. Um, Instead of looking at God, instead of looking at community, instead of looking at, you know, all the things that made us who and what we are, um, Mm -hmm. we started to deviate from that path. And, you know, it didn't help that we had certain aspects of the government targeting, um, you know, black, the the black community uh, with, uh, you know, uh, welfare and you know, open-ended welfare benefits and stuff like that that started in the 1960s and then by the early 1970s, single-parent black households, you know, had almost, you know, quadrupled the Mm -hmm. number of them. Um, But I think we started straying away from the things that made us who and what we are, stable families, um, hard work, uh, education, um, marriage, you know, the things that, uh, you know, every successful, stable, solid community and society is rooted on are things Mm -hmm. that, you know, we as black people always believed in. And, and instead of, you know, going back to taking personal responsibility, working hard, staying out of trouble and doing all the things that we've always done before. Now what we've done is we've just taken our faith and trust and placed it in a black politician thinking that they were going to rain money, like manna from heaven, for everybody and just make the entire community in our society, just a better place for black people to be. And as we've seen, you know, that's not the case. I mean, you can go to Detroit, Philadelphia, Chicago, Baltimore, Washington, DC. You can go to all the places where they have black mayors, black chiefs of police, black council members, um, you know, and have, I mean, Philadelphia, which is where I'm from uh, you know, we've had, black mayors, we've had black chiefs of police, we've had black council members for decades. Mm. Philadelphia is still Philly, you know what I mean? And it's just, it's not getting better. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of getting, it's incrementally getting better, but we, we've strayed from the path. And I think to answer your question, Doc, you know, um, we have to come back to the things that made us us. You know, we have to, we have to come together you know, compile our financial uh wealth and power and then we can force these politicians with a voting block. We could force these politicians by withholding campaign contributions. Mm-hmm. We can force these politicians to listen to what it is that we have to ha- what, what we have to say. But until we do that, we're gonna keep you keep doing what you're doing, you're gonna keep getting what you're getting. Yeah, that
1: makes a lot of right. sense. Man. That makes
2: a lot of sense. Rob Well I I, I make sense from time to time. <laughs> Every, every now and then, you know, the only thing,
1: was, only thing that didn't make, did make sense is you blame Philadelphia's problems on the black mayor and everything <laughs> like that. You need to blame on that sorry-ass football team y'all got, the Philadelphia Eagles. I, but I won't even go there. <laughs> 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 I won't even go there. Hey, with that note, hey, we're going to be right back after this short break from our sponsor, Anchor. You ever wondered how people get paid for publishing their podcasts? Well, it's simple. It's all about sponsorships. With Anchor, you can edit and publish your podcast easily and for free. And Anchor will pair your show with sponsorships from numerous available sponsors. So wait no more. Check them out and sign up for a free online account today at anchor.fm. Or if you're like me with an Apple device, you can easily install the app on your iOS or Android device. back we are back we are back so far we have talked about some great topics uh hit on the bill Maher thing which i think has got us uh, started and then we hit on joe biden that led down a whole completely different track. <laughs> <laughs> talking about trump and obama don't know how that happened but we, then we talked about the, the false black power but now you know we have to get a little bit more serious because a lot of people fail to realize that the the celebration this weekend it's not for family members to get together for cookouts and parties and drinks and all this other good stuff. It's about those service members who have paid the ultimate sacrifice and honoring their lives and their families as well.
2: You know, all of us here at uh, Comfortable Being Uncomfortable, we're all veterans. You know, uh, some of us chose wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> you know, we're, we're all veterans, and uh, so therefore that means that we, uh, we all, at one point in time, uh, wrote a check to the United States government saying, uh, you know, for an amount up to and including our lives. And there are some uh, soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines um, that have uh, sacrificed their lives so that we can sit here and we can, you know, talk about politics, we can laugh and joke, we can have this technology and we can, I mean, just our very way of life. And so here at uh, Comfortable Being Uncomfortable, we just want to give a heartfelt and sincere, um, you know, thank you to those in Arlington Cemetery and everyone that came before us and those men and women that have, you know, paid the ultimate price for us and our way of lives, and our way of life. And uh, so we just want to say thanks.
1: Salute to those vets. salute to Yes, them. sir. Hey.
0: Yes, sir, and and to piggyback off of that, uh, off of that, by Rob, appreciate that, man. Uh, We kind of go into our question of the week that we usually do, and we send this out to, uh, we put this out for people to make comments out on Facebook, IG, at the Ask Question of the Week, Um, and so we also ask this to our co-hosts. But uh, going along with Memorial Day weekend, uh, the question is whether you are a civilian. Uh, or whether you're a veteran that has served or no family members that have served, what does Memorial Day weekend mean to you? Now let's go ahead, uh, Rob. Yeah, so, Ryan, you know, you so go?
1: I'm going to tell you, what, Memorial Day to me means that, like I said earlier, it means that we honor those people who paid the ultimate sacrifice. You know, a lot of us, you know, and I see Rob here waving the flag in the background, a lot of us don't realize that, uh, you know, it took a lot of people who served in those, during those times uh, when uh, we had the American Revolutionary War Uh, we had the, uh, world war one, world war two, a lot of those people paid some, uh, some ultimate sacrifices in order to keep things going. And, um, if it wasn't for them, a lot of us wouldn't even be able to do the things that we do now. And I think, um, during my deployment to Iraq, I realized that a lot of things, a lot of people took a lot of things for granted. And when I came back, I was so upset. I was so outraged. I I had rage against a lot of my friends and family members who just sat around and did absolutely nothing. When you look at people in Iraq, when I was there, they was always always on the grind, always trying to find a way to get ahead. Now, now trust and believe, there's some grimy mugs over there, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it made, you, it made you realize that a lot of people can... A lot of people take, take things for granted. And I think that uh, for this Memorial Day, uh, for when I celebrate Memorial Day, I, th- I just like to look at uh, people who paid the ultimate sacrifice, give... Um, give them their praise and honor and, and, and thank them. You know, so
2: that's for me. Uh, for me, I, uh, I, I don't, I don't like being one of those types of people that walk down the street and correct every single person uh, when they try to say, Hey, happy Memorial day or, or merry Memorial day or something like that. I, I, but I, I will make a correction and I will say that, you know, veterans day is a totally different day than today or tomorrow. Um, tomorrow is to honor those who have died in service of our country. Um, those men and women who made that sacrifice for us tomorrow is their day. And, um, you know, veterans day is, an, is another day, another, another holiday a ways away or whatever. But, um, tomorrow was their day to the, to their families, you know, and, and what it means to me is, you know, I've been in combat and, um, you know, I I've lost people before and, you know, it, it just, it hits really close to home. Um, that's why Old Glory, you know, is on the wall behind me. And, um, you know, just it just, it just hits close to home. You know, I, am, I, I love this country and I love everybody in it. And I love our way of life. And I've been to other places and I've seen other things. I've experienced other things. And I'm telling you, if you think the United States is bad, but then, trust me, we are not perfect. <laughs> we are by no means perfect, no way at all. But we are still the United States, and you know, we still we're the last best hope. I I honestly believe that. So that's what it means to me, fellas. Cool. So nice. uh, for the listeners out there, we want to know: What does
1: Memorial Day mean to you? Have you had a a loved one or a family member? So a friend um, who gave the ultimate sacrifice, we would like to showcase that tomorrow on our page. So, could send us a quick message, DM or email on our Facebook or social Instagram pages, um, and let us know uh, the individual's name uh, when they pass, and we would like to showcase them um, throughout the week. But that said, now <laughs> on a lighter note, we have. Yet again, another Karen moment. And I don't understand why is it that everybody who, who has a, an issue, they want to talk to the manager. Let me talk to the manager. Uh, this Karen moment uh, is a little bit interesting uh, because it has to deal with our COVID-19-related re- uh, related response mm-hmm. and uh, such. Uh, so Rob, I want you to introduce this COVID. I want you to introduce COVID, but introduce this Karen moment, and then uh, we're gonna roll a little a little snip of the uh, the audio uh, from this individual.
2: So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we've got we've got grocery store Karen here. Uh, apparently, uh, Karen went to uh, Gelson's Market with out in California, which is a really big market out there, and she decided that uh, she didn't want to wear a mask while she was uh, shopping for her goods. And so while she decided that she didn't want to wear a mask, she attempted to enter the store and they stopped her. And, you know, they had the big little placard right there saying, hey, you know, if you want to come in the store and go shopping, that's great, but you have to wear a mask to protect yourself and protect other people. And she refused to. She even went as far as saying that she had a medical condition that wouldn't allow her to wear a mask and that she was buying private items that she didn't want the manager to see. And here's the worst part, here's the funny part about it, is the supermarket said that they would love to do your shopping for you and help you out. If you chose like you didn't want you didn't want to wear a mask or something, you couldn't understand. It's just crazy. Here I'll play a little bit, a little part of it. Condition that I'm not allowed to wear a mask, and I'm not required by HIPAA rules and regulations to okay. disclose that. Jay,
0: can we
1: shop for you? So, um, what does that look like? We, I have private things I want to get, but maybe I don't want you to see.
2: Okay, so where's the regulations that state that? The regulations? Yeah. Because that, that right? you're discriminating against me now. Do you know that? I'm, I'm, you're I'm discriminating you against you, me. That we can help you. No, because I have private, I have private stuff
1: that I don't want you to see. <laughs> Okay, well, you guys can get a lawsuit. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> so, it, all right, so <laughs> oh, you guys are gonna get right. a lawsuit. So let me get this right. All right, so don't know, I don't know her name. We tried, to, I think we tried to find it earlier. We tried to find it, but we, we couldn't, we couldn't right. find it. So if any followers or listeners out there know her name, send it to us so that way we can correct the uh, correct the audio on this. <laughs> but look, so so the fact that she couldn't wear or she had to, she was required to wear a mask and she felt like it was she was being discriminated against because she I I don't understand so you know and it kind of goes back to what we talked about earlier with Bill Maher he's talking about building up antibodies and everything like that I got it but if the store is saying hey you gotta wear a mask just like they tell you you have to wear a shirt and shoes when you come into an establishment what is the problem if you if you don't want to go if you can't do it don't go I'm pretty sure there's other grocery stores around her that (laughs) will accommodate her needs they have apps now. They have delivery services. So why? I think she wanted the clout. She wanted the fame, right? She wanted to be famous, and now she's getting the attention that she needs. But it's the wrong attention, in my opinion. We still don't know what name is. But what time is care.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> what type? What type of of fame could she have have been getting from this? Like, what, what is she looking for? She obviously she ain't looking at news, She ain't reading Twitter. Because she know that good and well everybody's going after Karen's and Becky's, and all this other stuff for doing exactly what she just did. Let me go, let me see the see the manager, you know. I ha, you know because of HEPA reasons. You know, reason I have a medical condition, so I can't disclosure because disclosure because of HIPAA reasons. Right. But let, but but uh you know, you know but I still wanna wanna go in here or whatever. And they're like, hey, we'll we'll shop for you. I'm buying private stuff at a grocery store. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what private stuff you try you buy at a grocery store.
2: Preparation H. <laughs> 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 I've got a hemorrhoid the size of a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> or,
1: or, I mean, I mean, what could she be? I mean, did, that early and then in the video, she also talks about private. She didn't want to give away her private credit card information. Does she know every time she swipes, that credit card information goes to the store? In order to process her payment? They, they have mo- mobile credit machines. They have mobile. They,
0: they have. Co- yeah, exactly. So you sign. They say join receipt.
2: I don't understand. I have an Apple watch. So I click the button twice and just hold it up to the thing and it automatically. I don't have to touch anything. Right. You know, it's just silly. silly. What's silly. wrong with what's wrong with people today, man? I mean,
1: is this is this is this, is this something we want to see more of? I think it is. I mean, there's other oh, videos. Yeah. There's other videos of 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 people in grocery stores that have been told to put their mask on and and went apeshit crazy. Uh, <laughs> you
0: know, you know what gets me though about this is that do you remember when people go crazy when they'll see black people fighting over over uh, chicken sandwiches and they'd be like, it's just baboons, monkeys, but you it, know, say saying? But then you got these, <laughs> you got these cares out here. Doing exactly the same thing, going crazy, fighting the grocery stores, angry about, you know, they got to see the manager. My biggest, <laughs>
2: my biggest thing is like, you need, sweetheart, you need to calm down. Like, I mean, you really, like, sweetheart, you need to calm down. You,
1: hey, are, hold on,
2: hold on. Hey, 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 hey. Now you're saying sweetheart, that may offend her. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I mean, oh. no offense there, you know, Karen. Cheater, dear he's Karen. A,
0: he's a Trump supporter, right? You know, like, like he's a sweetheart.
2: <laughs> I, I, I mean, I mean, no offense Joe Biden, dear Karen. <laughs> no, but use it she she Sweet needs heart. a chill she needs a straight chill honestly you're white and you're grown and you're in an America that entitlement you are good to go you just don't even know it yet you know what I'm saying like you need to take it easy you'll be fine
1: so the anonymous Karen shopper and what was the store name uh uh Gildan's yeah uh, Glend- yeah Glendon's, whatever yeah. uh you have been awarded the wow of the week yes I uh, So with uh, a lot of COVID-related unemployment claims going skyrocket, I think it's almost 40 million people have have filed unemployment benefits uh, throughout the American uh, workforce industry. Mm -hmm. We have a confession, a very interesting confession letter from a follower who has a question related to their unemployment benefits.
0: Yes. So uh, here's a confession letter. It says, I've been out of work since March and have been collecting unemployment for that time. My boss sends out a text that we are all expected to return back on June 1st, but it's not worth uh, me going back for the pay and health concerns. I'm not trying to uh, go back to get all sick. I can still collect unemployment and make more money. Am I wrong if I don't return because of my safety concerns?
1: Fellas. Yes. all I all, all I want yeah. is how much you getting on unemployment because that's what I'm trying to figure yeah. out. I mean, was you making 13 dollars an hour or 12 dollars an hour because I mean I thought I thought it was like 600 dollars a week is is unemployment Well uh, now it's, it's 600 extra. Uh, yeah, the it's 600, so they got 600 dollars extra. Yeah, yeah so I can see, I can see they, they might be li- thinking they living like millionaires right now, You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's, and that's supposed to continue until what 2021? I think so, yeah yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I, well, to answer your question, the confession letter, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go right, I'm going right in.
0: Oh.
2: I, I don't, I don't want to attack anybody or offend anyone. But I just want to say that she, whoever it is, this man or woman that wrote this letter is not the only person that's, that's going through this dilemma right now. There are millions of people across this country that are making more money on unemployment than they are by going back to work. Are you wrong for not going back to work after your manager is going to call you back? Yes, you are dead wrong, in my opinion. How, how, how they did wrong, Rob, they said they got health and safety concerns. They don't, well, they, apparently, so,
1: help. so apparently it seems like if they got health and safety concerns that there's no, there's no guidelines being put out from the company or from their boss saying, hey, this is how I'm going to protect you.
2: Listen, now, it is not my responsibility to protect you from yourself. You are supposed to go up and go out there in in society in general. You can contract the disease. You could have a tree fall on you. You could contract the flu by picking up a a shopping cart handle anywhere. But going back to work if you want to eat is not an option. But taking money from the U.S. Treasury and welfare and and unemployment benefits, someone's got to pay that money back. We cannot afford to pay a quarter of this amount. Oh, my God. We cannot afford to pay a quarter of the population $72,000 a year until 2021. Where is that money going to come from, and who's going to pay it back? We cannot afford to keep doing this. So
1: so you see where this is going, right? This kind of goes back to my argument earlier where I talked about the economic that, you know, the economic growth impact over years and everything like that. Who's I mean, going to pay for that, this? Hey, no, you, uh, you, you try to so, go no, back. No, 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 no I want to no, no, stay right here. No, 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 Who's going to pay for because, this? Because I specifically said that it takes years for economic factors to roll in. So guarantee you this, 2021, right? It rolls into 2021. Let's just say Biden wins the election. Guess what? He's going to have to impose higher taxes, XYZ, all this other stuff. And guess what? People are going to be like, why am I paying this? Why am I?" Paying? It's because of policies that happen today. Now, what you were talking about right now, yes, I agree he should or she should go back to work. But if the person has individual health concerns and they don't know what their, their company or their uh, uh, organization is doing to protect them, that's a, that's a legitimate concern.
2: So no, yeah. I'm just supposed, no, to, not, so I'm just supposed a... to me as Joe taxpayer, it's my responsibility to finance your lifestyle because you refuse to go back to work because you're scared of catching the flu. What I mean, really? It's not Rob, the flu. It's not the flu. It's not the flu, Rob. It's not Rob. the flu, Rob. Yeah, it, I can't believe you said that. It's not the said. flu, Rob. Come on, <laughs> come on, man. Come on, come on, come on, fellas. Uh, So it's my job. Yeah, I got I got four kids. I got you know a dog that's sick. You know I got bills to pay, and you You got a dog that's sick. Well, you need to go put that dog down, damn it. Okay, Michael. (laughs) Dick. Oh, you know normally I would have his jersey on,
0: but I don't. I got McNabb's on right now. Yeah, that was a clue. That was close, Trent. But I'm just trying to say,
2: like, you want me to finance your lifestyle? Come on, man.
0: Okay, I okay. So here's my thing. I I
1: agree with you. uh, We got the voice uh, of reason coming in. Oh, no, no, no.
0: I, 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 yeah, I agree. With, I, I I agree with Rob about the whole, you know, taking advantage of the unemployment, and blah, blah, blah. But you have you have brought up something about the whole, um, you know, going back to work and having safety concerns. Are you saying that, that that a company should not provide safety regulations, safety guidelines for people that are going back to work because every company has, in one way or another, safety guidelines anyway. Right. So if if her company is not providing safety guidelines, which I believe every company should, then I understand her her worry at that point. Right. I I get that. I don't I don't I don't think she should be, you know, the whole unemployment thing is is something different. But I think if she's legitimately worried about her safety, there should be the company should should put out guidelines to say, okay, this is for people coming back to work. These are the guidelines. You come in. We're going to do a temperature test. Uh, I know you probably don't like that. but We're going to do a temperature test. Uh, you, you have to wear a mask, glove, I, I'm not sure what type of job this is, right? Um, there's going to be certain, uh, you know, distancing areas, blah, blah, blah. If, they, if those are those, if they if that company has those type of guidelines, um, 100% she should go back to work. But there is no safety guidelines. I understand her worry. I I get it. Well, we already have an
2: administration, we have an agency. That already exists that all we have to do is if if Washington was really doing their job, if Congress was really doing their job, they could go ahead and push a bill and have it approved and, and, and approved and signed off by next week. It's called OSHA the Occupational Safety and Health Administration or or agency. All you have to do is go in there. They're the ones that are in charge of workplace safety anyway nationwide. doesn't matter where you work at. Your job has to abide by OSHA regulations anyway. So if you go and you pass some sort of, you know, bill or something like that and have it signed off on and made in the law and oh shit, enforces it, you have to wear a mask, you have to wear gloves, hand sanitizer has to be available to both employees and customers. You know, it has to maintain and enforce social dis- uh, distancing. You know this, that, and the other. Report first signs of sickness and stuff like. Put those things in place. It increases, or should I say, decreases your odds of getting sick, which increases your likelihood of returning back to work, which decreases the United States's ability to file for bankruptcy next year. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got a lot of increases, decreases, increases there. Uh, <laughs> but but you it's say, all did correct. Oh
0: shit! You call oh shit? shit or OSHA? <laughs> <laughs> But, <laughs> but I, I thought you said ocean. Oh, but, but I but ocean oh, O O S H A. E- everything you said was sounded amazing, Rob. <laughs> but until that happens, until that, here comes
2: here comes the backhanded compliment, <laughs> no, Robert. No. Robert, your your analysis was spot
0: on. But <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no but, but what i get saying over is, here. Get until, over here until that until that happens <laughs> until that happens, right? What should she do? Should she just go? back You don't back know with if it's a female woman? or a male, so stop saying she. Okay, she, he, whatever. I say she first of all because I don't want to offend nobody, so I just say she. Because <laughs> if you say him, because if you say him, they'd be like, "Oh no, it's a, it's a she." I just look, she, he, whoever it is. She I'm just saying. I knew somebody was going to say it. I knew somebody was going to say it. I was just waiting. I was like, who's going to say it
1: first? (laughs) Lo and behold, give it up to
0: Rob. (laughs) No, Just say they. The proper pronoun is they. It's what they say. They is the proper pronoun. What they They. should do. What they they they, should do. What they should do. Uh, Ron, Dr. Ron. (laughs) What they should do. Like, okay, so uh, until that happens, what should they do when it comes to them going back to work and putting their... They're a uh, health at risk.
2: Have a conversation.
0: Man, you know what they should do? You know
2: what Uh-oh. they
1: should do? Uh-oh. It, you know what they should do? I'm for <laughs> You know what they should do? You know what they
2: should what's, do? What's that, Ryan?
1: Just do what they want to do. I, you know what? I, who, who are we to tell them what to do? You know what? Do what the hell you want to do. Then
0: what the hell is wanna, the purpose of writing the letter? I know what, because, I'm, you know, I'm, we, go over this,
1: we go over this every week. You know, we do this confession letter every week. Everybody asks for advice. You know what? Do what you want to do. do what All you right? How about do. that? There you go. You know what? That's my advice. That's coming from the host of the show. Do your own thing. If you want to get unemployment benefits, so be it. When they run out, don't come looking for a job. Talking about ain't no jobs hiring. You had a job. You should have took it. <laughs> you know what? If you live like a millionaire right now, thinking you get six hundred dollars on top of your uh, other two hundred, seven hundred dollars, or whatever you're getting right now. Hey, that's
2: a t- that's terrible, isn't it? It, it is. It is, it is it. It. Yo, like I like I'm. I'm now getting, getting paid more than me right now. Yo, that's what I'm talking oh, about. Like I go to work every single day, whether it's from tele, you know, telecommuting or not, and it's like I've been working the whole time. They're bringing down double like I'm bringing down. I'm like, and what do you? Mean? Mm. I'm. Uh, I wonder and if that should they should
1: be the new that. segment. Can you invest that money? I wonder if they can invest. It's your invest. money.
2: You should be able. Yeah, to
1: you can. You can invest it. And they smart. That's they invest that joint. And hands in the time for real. Never mind,
2: because I, I was going to take. I was going to take the Republican route on that and say, well, if they were smart, they wouldn't be on that on, on benefits to begin with. But I, I'm not saying that. Oh. oh okay. That's a whole other.
0: That's a whole other conversation. I I was. That's a whole. Oh, that, okay. was, that was
2: that was, that was the Republican answer. That was the Republican answer. That wasn't, May- that wasn't I me. That wasn't me. I almost came to
0: Clinton, Maryland. I almost came to Clinton, <laughs> I, almost, I almost took a yeah, 100 Look at Doc's Uber face, ride. man. Doc is like, <laughs> what? I almost took a $100 Uber ride over there. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> See, if they was Republican, they would have had this problem. <laughs> oh, well, you got the head like... <laughs> Oh, no, he didn't do that. I know, I know Trent didn't do that. If they were... it don't, if was, don't, he don't he made it. If they, were, if they was Republicans. Yeah. If
2: they had it like that.
0: But not really. If, if they daddy would have gave them a million dollar loan, they would have had his problem. Ooh. You know what I'm Ooh. saying? Oh, 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 oh. Okay. That too real? Say, too yeah. real. All right,
1: all right, Cat got your tongue. Cat got your tongue.
2: Sorry. <laughs> all right, David.
1: Yo, Joe, we appreciate
2: Joe Biden, Joe Biden needs some dad on Geritol to remember what century he in. <laughs> y'all want to y'all put this man in charge of the nuclear codes. He'd be like, hey, hey, uh, I'm oh trying Lord, to order Lord a pizza. He didn't nuke, he'd nuke Moscow seven times talking about I'm pushing this button. I think I'm trying to get pizza. <laughs> I'd
1: rather have somebody like that than somebody who's hot-tempered. I'd rather have that. Oh, man. I mean, at any given moment, somebody might go on Twitter and li- release the quote codes.
0: Hey, what's his button do? <laughs> Self-destruct. With the president. With the president.
1: <laughs> all right, y'all. Hey, we appreciate everybody tuning in and listening to this uh, episode of Being Uncomfortable. Let me tell you something. You can reach Trent B. How can it reach you, Trent B?
0: one way. At, Trent, uh, at one Trent B. Catfish. If on you have seen the IG. movie or the show
1: Catfish <laughs> on MTV, look it up. Trent is the main character in a lot of those episodes. Yes. That's why he's doing his little shoulder dance right
0: now because we know he is
2: Catfish one at gmail.com.
0: I got I got a job and I'm still taking in that unemployment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> also Trent B wrote the letter.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my hope my company ain't Oh my Mm,
1: Black
2: people.
1: You can reach Trent B B. on Instagram at one Trent B. Rob, how can they reach you? I mean, Trump, uh, shit, I
2: don't know what your name is right now. Uh, What's your name, name, Rob? I'm a, I'm a I'm a Trump dude that got left in the oven a little too long. That's the real why. Donald Trump, is that your handle? The real, the real, real, the really real. Now, you can reach me at uh, Horse Faces uh, on Twitter. You can reach me at uh, Donkey Faces on Instagram. And, of course, you can always shoot me an email at robert.waples at gmail.com.
1: Hey, man, what is wrong? What is up with this Horse Face? You got a lot of passion for horses.
2: Uh, believe it or not, I'm going to retire to a ranch in Texas.
1: Oh, okay. Damn, yeah. Horse okay. Face, Horse horses, faces. Man.
2: Horse, yeah. faces. Horse, donkey faces. Faces. Horse faces, donkey faces. What is it? Horse faces, donkey faces. What they say about
1: donkey faces,
2: right? Uh, donkeys are short-footed, and uh, they are a little. They're a representative of your party.
1: Oh. Jackass.
0: Oh yeah. he's
2: You oh. <laughs> <laughs> <a>
1: jackass. Yes. <laughs> hey, you can reach me on Instagram at DocRJ.5. You can reach me on Facebook at doc junior. Hey, look, we appreciate everybody tuning in. If you got any comments or anything like that, you can reach us on. Facebook, and Instagram at comfortable uncomfortabletalk And guess what? We also have a streaming service on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, and you can look us up at Comfortable Being Uncomfortable and subscribe. Make sure you hit that subscribe so that way you are tuned in every time we release a new episode. Until then, we will see you all next week. God bless. Have a good one.
2: We're out. Peace. Peace. Peace.